Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, I'm back, guys. All right, the whole gang's here. This is episode 323, Hangover. Yeah, buddy. Hangover. Wait a minute, Ian was gone? Drinking. Where was Ian? Ouch. <laughs> yeah, turn around. Let me get that knife out your back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's catch up with everyone's week. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first since I was, you know, I was gone last week. Um, pretty much, I had worked like crazy, like the, you know, the week prior, and when it came to Tuesday, I was just done. I had did like three doubles in a row. Um. I ended up doing an eight-hour shift on Monday, and then by the time Tuesday rolled around, it's like I was dragging ass at work. I was just physically and mentally done, and it's like uh, I should probably sleep this off. So ended up going home, and uh, once I got home, there was a package at my door. Actually, I take that back. Two packages. Um, I ended up getting my Kraken 580. And a package was sent to me by mistake. So, you know, of course, I took that in. I knew exactly where it, would, where it should be going. And uh, as far as I got on the 580, uh, actually, I should say 580 Nitro. Um, as far as I got, I got the box open, looked to see if everything was there. And then I was in bed by like 530. <laughs> I was I, I was totally done. Would you say you um, had a work hangover? Yeah, like no sleep. You know, actually, I should say not enough sleep. Uh, and then, you know, just work being crazy. Um, so I think the most I did, like Wednesday, I got like the engine assembly put together on the the Kraken 580. Um Got all that put together and everything, um, and I just haven't really been able to touch it since. But uh, I was able to get the the package sent out Thursday that was, you know, supposed to go to somebody else, somebody that we all mutually know. Um, of course, I drew a, uh, I wrote a nice little note on the side of the box, which I'm sure a few of you have seen that on the Hangout. But uh, yeah. Um, I was on Discord both Fridays. Uh, the previous Friday, it was a ghost town. Obviously, you know, it was Good Friday. And, yeah, I, I think I was on there for about an hour and a half to see if anybody show up. And, of course, I was working. Nobody showed up. So I was like, oh, okay. Night off of uh, Discord. Wow. Uh, last Friday, um, a few people showed up. You know, just kind of be us. Uh, I was on there for quite a while with Darren. And we're just kind of just bullshitting, just shooting the shit. Um, were you talking at regular speed or times two? <laughs> <laughs> he did sound like a chipmunk briefly, so okay. I mean, which I thought that's how Canadians talk. I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Darren. Oh. oh, yeah. Uh. But no, we just shooting the shit. I, I think I logged off probably by. 
about 10 30 11 o'clock my time so um and then worked all weekend you know nothing new nothing spectacular um i am gonna be ordering parts here soon so matter of fact probably after the show's done i'll probably have the order placed already um oh and then uh fast forward all the way up to uh today something i've been dealing with all week but uh uh been having hot water heater trouble so it's like you know i've been constantly calling over maintenance you know see what's going on see if i can get into the bottom of it every um they replaced a i want to say like the wiring and stuff that goes onto the thermocoupler a couple times and then uh fast forward to today they um came back out see what's going on and the maintenance guy stayed long enough to kind of you know see if he can get to the bottom of it and sure enough as soon as like the the hot water is starting to heat up in the hot water heater it's starting to leak onto the thermocoupler putting the flame out so it's like ah oh, damn it so later on this week they're going to be installing a new hot water heater so fun stuff so, so initially did they say hot water heater no you you must want a cold water heater because hot water doesn't need to be heated did they say that initially <laughs> no but um uh, hmm. I don't you want to know tell, why like, this thermocouple like has a flame on it. Huh? No, yeah, is it electric or no? He said it was natural gas. I think. Yeah, it's natural gas. So, like, as soon as it shuts off, you hear it go click, and it shuts. It shuts down. But lighting it was also a bitch. So it's like half the time it wouldn't even spark when I tried to start it. So it's just like you know, fuck it. I'll call them over, and you can tell like by like the second time he came over this week, he's just ugh thinking i was doing something it's like oh it's like i'm not doing nothing oh that's great when you get a service guy that comes over your house and he's like oh don't i you want to throw him right out <laughs> but no he's he's been over to my house like a few t- you know a few times to get it get it started and yeah now they got to the bottom of it because like we were just talking you know we we're just kind of he was just waiting to see if it does go out on its own and then sure enough you can he he told me you could start to hear some dripping onto the onto the burner and he's like he's like it's not gonna stay lit for long and then sure enough as we're talking you just hear it shut down and it's like oh yep yeah, it's out so cool. that's that's been my couple of weeks uh, it's just been kind of yeah but I did get something heli related oh that's better than me yeah and me yeah. so Andy you want to go or you want me to go. Yeah, I'll go. Um, still no flying and no wrenching for me. Working on the farm. Still not been feeling great. So that's kind of been annoying. Been uh, super stressed out, super overwhelmed. Got about oh, a jillion things to do and less and less time to do it each day. But we'll get we'll get through it eventually. Get the crops planted and all will be well. But no RC stuff for me this week. Again, was this like six weeks in a row or something crazy? No, didn't Jeez. you get out and get like a couple flights in a couple weeks I ago? I don't know. Maybe. I thought you said I you don't did. Remember? Maybe I did. I don't know. Let's just say you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're right, Kevin. I did. I flew, did some ranching, bought some shit. Yeah, yeah. did all that stuff a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
You're right. I thought for sure you got some flights in. Yeah, yeah, no, I did. Yeah, you're right. As long as Kevin hundred percent. So yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yep. Still doing Piro flips. Piro oh flips. now I come on. Yeah. Rolling Piro flips. TikToks. I mean, I was I was killing it, dude. You should have been here. I should have. All right. Tell yeah. us about your week, Kevin. Well, my week was freaking shitty as shitty gets, man. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, we lost our dog on Thursday, and I wasn't even really sure if I was going to do the show or not because mm-hmm. it's Tuesday now, and it's mm-hmm. I know it's you know it's the family dog, and basically my wife and I, and she's been with us for like 14 years, and we got done doing the show Tuesday, and she's been on heart medication for probably about six months. And it was just, um, you know, she's getting up there. She's 14 years old. And, um, it was just, we, we, um, we, like I said, we did the show Tuesday and she was, wasn't eating too much. And, uh, then we did, uh, went to work Wednesday, came back and my sister's been looking after her like around one o'clock each day, kind of coming over and getting her. And I know the dog really enjoyed that. And, uh, so Thursday I came home from work. My sister had come over late to get her and she was breathing really heavy. And that's not a good sign. That's actually yeah. what they told me, you know, when we put her on the heart medication, and if she starts doing that in her sleep, you know, you got to get her to the hospital. So, uh, I came home and immediately took her to the vet, uh, the emergency vet. And they immediately took her into like an oxygen container. It's like a plexiglass box. They put them in and, uh, you know, it's, it's like, mounted on the wall with all the cages and stuff. But, um, so, you know, it, I'm in there for like three hours, like Thursday night. And that's also why I didn't get to do any bloopers last week. Cause I edited the show Wednesday and then kind of, I usually go back to the bloopers and finish things up Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really have time for that. Cause I was there, like said, like three hours. Um, you know, they come in an hour after, um, after I'm sitting in the exam room and they're like, Hey, she, you know, we want to do a, we want to do blood work. We want to do x-rays. Uh, we know she's on this medication. And I'm like, yeah, do whatever you got to do, you know? And so then about a half an hour or an hour after that, the girl comes in with the bill and she's like, this is what we want to do. This is, uh, an estimate for 48 hours. And it was like, we need $2,500 like right now tonight. And I'm like, Holy shit. I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm going through all this shit with my dog, you know, and, and you, you guys want me to just fork over $2,500 like that? Like, I'm like, Oh my God. So I definitely told that to everybody else that came in, had my wife on the phone. Cause you know, she's in New Jersey and, um, it was just, uh, it was pretty traumatic. Um, they did a couple of things and, uh, it looked like she was going to be, it was, it was like, they didn't even give us odds. It was just like, we're going to put, keep her in the oxygen and we're going to, you know, keep her on this medication. We're going to keep regular regulating her oxygen. Hopefully she can, um, recover and we'll call you in the morning. So I'm like, okay, well, I have my phone on do not disturb when I go to bed, uh, all the time, because you guys, I'm in a group text with you guys and sometimes other people in there, you know, like my buddy Jeff and, and they're always texting late at night sometimes. And I don't want to listen to the dinging all night. Mm -hmm. So my wife is on, as one of my favorites in the phones and we've never tested that. And of course the vet tried to call me at like 1130 and, um, 
they didn't get through because it didn't ring. And my wife calls me and I pick up the phone. And she's like, you got to get back to the vet because Penny's dying. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. And I jumped in the Jeep and went down to the hospital. And she was on a little table and they were trying to feed her oxygen. And, you know, she wasn't she was done, you know, at that point. Like it was it was, um, you know, we I had to sign the papers to have her euthanized. And my wife was crying. I was crying. It was it was a freaking mess. But I stayed with her, you know, throughout the whole experience till she was gone. And it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough, dude. Uh-huh. For sure. For sure. Rough night. Yeah. And then I had to go to work Friday. Well, obviously, Thursday night now, I'm a freaking wreck. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm by myself. Too, right? Yeah. And, I got like two hours of sleep, maybe Thursday night, mm-hmm. and I got to go to work now Friday because Friday's this this huge like thing we're doing. We haven't done it, and they haven't done it in like three years. Where they, it's called an invest investiture. They swear in a judge, uh, and you know I was part of the video team. I was part of the pictures, like in charge of taking all the pictures and stuff like that. So like I could not miss it, and I told my boss. I was in touch with my boss. And, she was super understanding. She was like, listen, dude, just come in, come in late, come in at like one o'clock and, and, uh, meet us there, you know, and we'll get things set up. And I told her, I can't, I'm not, I'm not able to sleep here. I can't sit here. Cause you know, everywhere I look, that's where the dog was, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know some people might be like, Hey, uh, you know, it's a dog. No big, you know, what's the big deal? But she was, you know, huge part of our life. And, yeah. uh, so I went to this thing Friday, man, and I just I I did my best and came out great. I was editing it this week, but it was just like I didn't talk to my wife at all. Like I talked to her on Friday, um, but we didn't FaceTime. I didn't talk to my sister at all on Friday. Like maybe I texted her a few times, but then like Saturday, FaceTime and my sister or FaceTime and my wife and talking to my sister, like it was just reliving it again. And it was just tough all over you know we're all crying my daughter was a mess you know because she was like why didn't kevin wake me up but my my daughter god bless her I, she would have dealt with it but i'm glad she didn't go because it was it wasn't like the dog wasn't in pain but it was just like she her lungs were filling up with blood because her heart couldn't pump it you know and it was just it, it was coming out of her mouth a little bit and mm-hmm. you know it's just it's just a rough situation but uh yeah got to the and then, then trying to cope with things Saturday, like just cleaning up a few things here and there, you know, and we made the decision that, you know, to have her cremated and get paw print done. And I asked them if they could, you know, take some hair clippings from her, um, that kind of thing. And that the, the cremation services were amazing. So, so good, you know, so comforting, nice people. And, uh, then my sister texts me Saturday night late and she's like, can you believe my fish just, it just died. And the one that she came down from like New York with and had for four years. And I'm like, Oh my God, I went over there. And now I gotta, she's a mess. Cause they're stupid fish. She's like, I know it's just a stupid fish, but it's like my buddy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, and, you know, she's living by herself right now. So then I'm talking to Jeff, uh, you know, Jeff, the Steve's friend and mine that we started podcast with on Sunday and he told me that our buddy Steve Ito, I don't know if you know him, Steve, from up north, yeah. um, his mother died Thursday night. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't I can't deal with all this. So yeah. it was. 
it was a pretty shitty weekend and I did a lot of walking just cause I didn't want to stay in the house, but, um, mm-hmm. it's getting easier and easier each day. And, um, but, uh, I tried to get, trying to get all the pictures and video that I, that I took of the dog all together, you know, for my wife and maybe put something together. I don't know, mm-hmm. like a picture yeah. frame. I, I don't know. You know, it's weird because, you know, you look back and you see some of these pictures and you see some of this video and you, you wonder to yourself, why the hell did I even take this picture? But, you know, it's just a dog sitting there. But you, you're so happy that you did, you know, right? when it's all said and done. Like I took I have pictures of her like two days that, that Tuesday night we got done recording. Um, she was just chilling out in the bed and I took two pictures of her. I don't know why. Just did, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, my, and my wife, you know, my wife immediately was like, you know, don't, don't post anything on Facebook. And my daughter did. Um, but, uh, she was a mini dachshund. I don't know if everybody out there knows or whatever. I probably even said that, but yeah, it was just, you know, it was, um, it's pretty, pretty rough couple of days. So I didn't post anything on Facebook and, you know, the family got makes you realize, you know, family's important. Spending time with, with your loved ones is important. You know, you got to live your life and do your thing. You know, we're not staying home to pet the dog because we, you know, because the dog might yeah. die. But, you know, we're out, out doing our thing and just, uh, I don't know, just made me realize how important that is. So, you know, yeah. and not that I didn't know before, just, you know, it's a good thing I did take all the pictures I did and that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, but that's my shitty week and you guys were great. Thanks for, you know, texting me and Andy reached out to me a few times, checking up on me and, um, hopefully in what's, uh, what's going to happen coming up next week is, uh, I'll have, uh, uh, a little bit of some good times cause Mike D's coming to Florida next week. So oh, nice. that'll be in my, what that'll be in what, what I'm doing next week. And he was nice. even texting me too, you know, sorry and all that. And, and I appreciate it. I, I, I wanted to get some stuff together and put on Facebook, but then I didn't want to do it either, you know? Yeah. But, um, but it is what it is. It sucks. I mean, it's part of life. It sucks. I'm glad the dog didn't suffer. Like, cause my sister had two dogs that she tried to keep alive as far, as long as she could. Yeah, and that's almost the last couple months. Yeah. I mean, that's they were, bad. and one of the alternatives they told us, or, you know, they told me and my wife on the phone, um, was when they didn't know, you know, before 11 o'clock at night or whatever, when I first brought her in, they said, you know, if she regulates, we have medication we could put her on, but that medication will wear off. Like she won't be, she won't be able to get any benefits from it for like after like nine months to a year or six months to, mm-hmm. to a year. And then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how the hell am I going to do that? How am I going to come home every day? Look at this dog, you know, running around cute knowing and the knowing clock's ticking down the clock. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, just, just discussions you don't want to have with your wife, you know, yeah. about things like that. So that was my shitty week. Didn't do any ranching, didn't do any flying. I probably could have went flying on Sunday, but I was just like, you know what? I'd rather just go take a walk around the neighborhood and just do a couple other things, get my mind off things. I was playing Kerbal Space Program. I haven't played that in a long time, and that takes a lot of brain power. So mm-hmm. that was that kind of helped me out for the one morning I was playing it. 
you know? Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to uh, do much thinking outside the screen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, distractions are, are good. Yeah, and going to work Friday was definitely good. I mean, I was just, I was still, uh, you know, I sleep deprived and I just couldn't, didn't really want to talk about it too much, but everybody at work was super cool and really nice. My boss was super cool about it and, you know, let me come in a, a, at least a little bit. I think I came in an hour late because I wanted to stop by the, the vet on the way to work and make sure, because we weren't sure what we were going to do with her. My wife wanted to, I, I don't know, she was up in the air, you know, with things and we talked about it and yeah, I had to get all the cremation uh, paperwork done and all that. So I did that on the way to work. So I was a little late to work Friday, but they were, they were just super understanding, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way it's a good thing. I didn't go to spring fling because I would have been up there. And then if this would have happened while I was up there, oh my God, my, my, my wife would have blamed my sister because she probably would have been with my sister, you know, and would nothing would have been the right thing to do. So and I probably would have rode up with Steve. So now we both got to come back or, you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to enjoy myself at all. Like, you oh, know, so. Yeah. So speaking of spring fling, Steve, let us know how your week was. Turn the podcast around, man. <laughs> all right. Well, again, sorry for your loss. That, that's got to suck. Yeah. Thanks, man. <clears throat> uh, all right. Spring fling. Spring fling was great. You know, it's a, it's a fun event. You know, it's uh, it wasn't it wasn't uh, wasn't as packed as previous years. I'll I'll say I think I'm not sure what the official pilot count was, but it felt probably around that like 100, 110 maybe feeling wow. of uh of pilots. Still a good amount of folks. Um, you know, yeah. From the pictures like very, I saw, it looked like there was quite a bit of people there. Yeah, still From felt pretty, like, well. packed out. Like, you know, everyone had their RVs and everything in camp, um, tents and everything set up. Nice. So so that was, you know, it was, it was good. Um, I got there pre- pretty much Friday morning, like Friday early afternoon. And, um, yeah, there was a whole bunch of people already there, <laughs> already, you know, partied from the night before and stuff. So it's pretty interesting. Jeez. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the top three pilots were there, Nick, Kyle, Mitch, and they all threw down amazing flights. Each and every one of their flights have just been like, you know, wow. Um, daytime, nighttime, doesn't matter. Whenever these guys fly, you know, it's amazing. Um, let me see here. Uh, there's, I would say this year I've heard quite the number of helis go in. Uh, really? <laughs> yes, yes. And one of them was even my helicopter. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, so my second flight of Friday, <laughs> I crashed my 580 Raw. Um, oh, yeah, that kind of sucked because I, I crashed it, dumb-thumbing it, but under power, like, you know, five feet off the ground, oh. right into the oh. ground. Nice. Um, oh, like of course, this is, you know. Nice. Yeah, of course. But, but of course, this is the helicopter I'm supposed to uh, compete with, Mark. <laughs> Oh, like, so now oh, I see crap. what happened. You yeah, crashed like, oh, it on crap. purpose. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I did try to rebuild it. Um, and I got pretty much 90% there until I realized that I sheared um, both bolts, the main shaft, 
bolt. Oh, damn. So the Jesus bolt on the top and the, the bolt that goes into the main. You um, did hit under power it's hard. It's the transmission. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's other things bent, of course, and I was going to just slap it together and, and fly it for the uh, for the competition. Do but it all wibble wobbly and shaking. Uh, I mean, I would have, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did end up racing, um, I, you know, just for the fun of it. We raced the, the Raw 700 versus his 580 uh, Raw. And, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't change anything. I, I barely had a battery charged in time to get this done. They were all waiting for me. And uh, it was it was on Saturday. I was just so busy running around, but we, I did get up there and um, <laughs> both fueled by helicopters to kind of like you know take off and then like under four hundred percent throttle land, <laughs> just sit there and you know seven hundreds or five eight it doesn't matter what the helicopter when you have four hundred percent throttle when it's geared right or wrong, it just has this hum, you know, it has this like freaking like it's gonna blow up hum. But anyways, we take off and yeah, his thing shoots like I I don't know. I'm paying attention to my helicopter. I try not to crash or do anything stupid. But yeah, his helicopter definitely was faster. <laughs> and then we do like a we did like a little pull, whatever. We did it twice because they said I jumped the first time. So we did it again. <laughs> and um yeah, I mean his helicopter was fast. Now, like I said, I came totally unprepared. I just basically turned my governor up to 100% and said, okay, I'm just going to fly it. Come find out, Mark turned up his pitch. You know, obviously, he, he, he tested this. He was, he was prepped this. He was ready for this, this uh, little competition. And he tested it, and he basically dialed in about 17 and a half degrees of pitch. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Holy cow. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't like stall out. Like I was surprised it actually. Yeah, bog or the tires give out or something. Right. Yeah. Or the ESC smoke or something. Yeah, or something. But. Wow. But uh, yeah, we are gonna try this race again. Um, at the next event, and at that event, I will not fly to 580 raw until we do this competition. And that way, we'll have it ready. But um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What are the notable things that can I say about Spring Flame? Um, Manny. Manny Nero. He went skydiving several times. <laughs> that event. Dropped did he in. really? Cool footage. Yeah. I, I think I he did it once. he just once, came in the once. Once or twice, I think he did it. No, he did it twice, I think. And then he did it one last time for like a photo. Where he, he had... The BK team lined up, and he basically came swooping in. Oh, wow. Taking a photo as he was, like, you know, sliding on the ground right, like, past him. Which is pretty cool. You know, it's pretty cool shot. That's awesome. So, who took him up each time? Was it, wasn't it Casey was there flew Mm -hmm. in one year? Yeah, Casey took his plane up. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know know what's What's funny about that is Steve Shaw came back. I saw him, to, I saw him today, and he was like, "Oh, let me show you some footage of, uh, you know, Casey Campbell." And he showed me, fo- and I knew Casey had done this because I saw it on Facebook. And he had footage of this this guy, or what looked like a guy on a on a, on a paraglider or whatever, and coming in, and it was real jerky. And I'm like, "Wow, man, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing." And then oh, no, I see it, one. It crashes into the ground and it was the RC one. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. in the air, because there's no perspective, 
You're like, what is it? It looks exactly like him until he hit the ground and he, you know, his knees didn't bend or anything. He just hit yeah, the ground yeah. and fell over. And I was like, oh shit, I'm I'm glad that was an RC one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was mini so mini Oh, that dude's mini spine mini. is yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they put he it on Kyle's uh, nitro, I think. <laughs> they like rigged it up to Kyle's nitro raw. <laughs> nice. And took it up and dropped it. Yeah. Um That's cool, man. Some other things that we did was kind of different was uh <laughs> like Joe and Casey been wanting to like get into drifting. And you know, Nick also is into drifting. So we actually um went to Casey's house and like his he has a pretty big garage. It's like a painted concrete floor and uh yeah, we, we were drifting some RC cars and stuff, having fun with that for a little oh, bit. Nice. Cool. Um that was on Friday now. That's actually it was actually pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh Made me realize that the Futaba gyro that they use is uh, really, really good. <laughs> it kind of like, kind of cheating almost, but you know, it's a uh, it makes it fun. So I might think about getting that, getting one of those. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at that scale, dude, that's probably you need that little bit of help. I would think. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's different than like the gyro I have because I have a gyro on mine too. But it's more of like what Nick was describing is like I have like more of a rate no rate mode gyro compared to like a heading hold. So like with his car, I, I drove it, which is quite odd. He drives with a car radio, regular double stick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, forward left, uh, forward and down, and reverses on your left stick, and then like you know, like a normal transmitter. And and you can just drive like drift the car with just the throttle because the gyro will just sit there and hold the angle, mm-hmm. whatever angle is okay. going. Drifting, it'll just hold it. Like you don't have to correct or anything. You can just knock it and just let it drift and just drift it with the throttle. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. But um, but yeah, it was cool. I had fun with doing that. So yeah, I might have to spend a little bit of money on that. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then after after spring fling, um, you know, I did have to do a little bit of wrenching on the raw 580, um, a little bit more wrenching on it. You know, I did I did take the uh, does have to take the whole kind of transmission apart. I I took that all apart and started kind of wrenching on that and bang banged out those broken bolts and and got the main you know main shaft replaced and so uh, so it's probably about ninety percent put back together like replacing all the actual spinning bits now. Yeah. Before it was like ninety percent just slapping it together enough for a competition, but now it's like, yeah, let's I'm I'm replacing everything that's could be slightly bent. Like everything rotating I'm replacing anyway. So mm-hmm. um beyond that, one last thing I started doing is um um Hunter wants to fly an RC play. So I'm gonna build him an FT Cub. I told right. him, Hey, let's build the FT Cub together. So I yeah, printed cool. out the plans. And I started just, you know, taping the plans together at the very least uh, to get that going. So, so nice. next we'll be cutting it out of foam and, and getting that built. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. That's Seems cool. Interested in trying that out. Um, Tell him we got to get him on the show for a review. Of how good <laughs> <Yeah>. the cub is, <laughs> right? <laughs> Once he's done flying it, yeah. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Lego, Lego. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> about one thing RC, and it'll be like fifteen other things. <laughs> yeah. How how was the plane? It was good. It was good. Lego, Lego. Yeah. yeah ben Ten. I want to watch Ben Ten now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's about it. 
I have been. I did put an order in for the to get some spare parts for the 580, but I haven't physically bought them yet, so I haven't purchased anything technically. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. Let's go into the main topic here, then, huh? The main topic, yeah. I was gonna say, Ian had a work hangover. Andy and I have had life hangovers, mm. and now Steve, you got the fun fly yeah. hangover. Yes, I had a fun fly hangover. So <laughs> the the unwind after an event, huh? You know, these yeah. events. I don't know about you guys, but for me, are um, I'm pretty sleep deprived in these events. I, I don't get more than like three, four hours of sleep at that, at most, you know. And I would have to say for this, this fun fly, yeah, it was three hours, four o'clock and then seven o'clock in the morning was my Friday night to Saturday. Saturday yeah, night to damn, Sunday. dude. I just can't physically do that anymore. I mean, I probably could. I don't know. Though. Do it it gets day, harder and harder every year. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm yeah. like, it doesn't McGrady have a thing? Like, I'm done after, like... Yeah, 12 o'clock and he's done. 12 o'clock or... Yeah. I think Mike D's the same way. Yeah, I can't do uh, it yeah. much anymore. I'll stay up late, but then I'll I'll sleep in the next morning. Like I may not come yeah. out of the camper until yeah. freaking 10 o'clock. I stay up till 10. I think Friday until... Friday into Saturday last year, spring flying, I was up until, like, 4 or 5 in the morning, but... No, uh, it was it was definitely cool just bullshitting around the fire with a few of the guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I, mean, I think I could do it if it was just like a whole social like atmosphere. But then if I wanted to try flying like after being like three hours of sleep, that's when I'm like, oh, man, I can't even concentrate. Yeah. I'd be like, blah, you know, I slept. That's clean when I through, think about it. I slept clean through the rooster pole like the next day. So. I don't think I climbed out of bed until like 10 o'clock and I had uh, Mike D hollering at me that I missed the prank and it's like, oh, well, shit. Well, that's, that's the other thing with me, too. Like, I'm a really light sleeper. So if, mm-hmm. dude, if something's going on, like, I'm going to be up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to yeah. be, I'm not going to be sleeping. So it's, yeah, it's tough for me to fun fly anyway. Like yeah. to get sleep at night because I'm being mm-hmm. a light sleeper and yeah, just, uh, yeah. I solved that problem for me with the camper. I turned the the air handler fan on full blast. Do something yeah, else. Make a bunch of noise. You noise. can't hear anything in there. Yeah, that I'll helped me like out a lot baby. of urcha. Yeah, yeah. It's noisy as fuck, Plus, but once you get used to it yeah. after a few minutes, it's just the same noise. So I can sleep through it. Yeah. But before I do that, yeah, ever car go by or somebody fly, everything would keep me up. So, yeah, and I can sleep with earplugs in too, but sometimes that doesn't even, you know, mm-hmm. somebody pulling nitro pulls at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that's, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some jackass some throws fireworks under your camper. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of stuff can happen. So it's not foolproof, yeah. but I mean, there definitely was some sometimes. nitro and some heli poles and some even some airplanes. Even airplanes came out late at night doing some golf carts flipping on, you know, in the air and stuff. And even yeah. yeah. electric, you still hear me, 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 the little you know from the prop noise or whatever mm-hmm. the motor. 
You still hear it. And then when they do yeah. anything like, you know, that involves actual air, it's like, rah, rah, rah. I mean, noise. don't get me wrong. That's part of the fun. I'm not, I wouldn't say, oh, you have to stop or whatever like that because I want to sleep. Just that that's part of fun, man. Yeah, that's I get part it. of it. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody, like, if anybody tries to be the fun fire police and tells people to quit, they're just going to get laughed out of the, the field. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Got to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, if that's something like, oh, I'm tired already. But if that's something that, you know, you, you want to maybe this fun fly, get a hotel room, and that way you don't have to hear that yeah, kind of stuff. True. You know? For me, it wasn't anything to do with noise. <laughs> me, it's just fucking being old. Uh, like, I can stay up. I'm, I, you know, I can, there's, there's party favors and things, you know, and I can stay up. I could, I'm, that's not a problem. I stay up to three in the morning. I can stay up to two in the morning. It's fine. The problem is, is no matter what time I go to sleep at seven o'clock in the morning, I wake up because I have to pee. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's always the thing. And it's like, you know, it's like, okay. And then I get down from the camper and I go outside and I go pee. And at that point I'm like, well, I'm saying hi to people and everyone's up and I'm up now. I'm like, fuck it. I'm up, yeah. you know? So it's like, I might as well yeah, stay yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I needed like... <laughs> After this event, so kind of talking about a hangover, so my mental and physical rest, I needed I needed at least 12 hours of sleep. I passed out Sunday night or afternoon, really, from 4 o'clock, and I woke up at 4 in the morning, like 4 a.m., so I slept for 12 hours, and I'm like, oh, oh I'm wow. up now. <laughs> it's Monday, like, I got work, you know? I'm like, okay, well, I kind of relaxed, watched a little TV, and kind of passed out again, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, woke up at seven o'clock and got the kids ready. But it's like, yeah, I slept solid for 14 hours. Now, just as an example, all my previous nights before this fun fly for weeks, it's like I go to sleep around my normal bedtime is around 12 o'clock, you know, midnight, give or take an hour plus or minus, depending, you know, if I'm busy doing something or, or if I'm not right. Um, no matter what, I'll wake up at like five, six o'clock. I'll get five, six hours of sleep. It's primarily because of my rib still being like weird. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like because I broke the back part still of my healing. rib, it, it's still healing. So like when I lay down for too long, it like gets sore and kind of like hurts a little. So I have yeah. to kind of get up and stretch. So that like forces me to do it. But it didn't matter after this fun flight. It did not matter where my back was or how I was positioned. I slept for a solid we're- Half a day. Were you sore when you did wake up? You're like, oh god, I can't move. Or were you okay? No, I was actually like, good. I actually felt good. Like good. I felt like I, you know, like yeah, like I got over. I was wondering I was if like, you woke up and then realized you couldn't move out of the bed. <laughs> yeah, at all, right? <laughs> no. no, I felt good. It was weird, like you know. Nice. Um, yeah. So, so beyond like your 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 physical or mental rest that you need after you know just. Burning that midnight oil long. Um, what about your helicopters, right? Like, I crashed a couple of helis, you know. Well, mm-hmm. I crashed one helicopter. One nitro might have popped in the air. And I'll just say that. I didn't crash it. I landed it perfectly fine, but it did pop. And um, so kind of taking your helicopter inventory is one of the things that I would say is kind of a, a post-event thing to do, yeah, right? Like, post-event mm-hmm. maintenance. Hmm? Yeah. Do you guys do anything? Do you guys, like, what do you guys, how do you handle your... 
your crash helis to, you know, maybe helicopters that don't crash that you just, you know. Well, anything I've crashed, if I've crashed something, I put it on like the workbench immediately. I don't even hang it up or anything like that. If there's anything to hang up, depending on how I've crashed it. <laughs> if I crash more than one, uh, I don't know. How do you prioritize? How do you know like which would, one do you work on? I'd probably fix a smaller one first because like, it takes less, less uh, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't don't remember prioritizing. Maybe the one that's less less work. Yeah, the one that's less yeah, beat up. Right? Uh, yeah. The one yeah, with the so. less debris field. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably how I would I, do it. I think for me, because I have these two helicopter helicopters that I I, sh- I need to maintain or I need to not maintain. I need to wrench on. Um, I actually picked the electric over the nitro because I know the electric's gonna be easier. <laughs> like right. I, I blew the motor. I blew the motor on the the fifty five the nitro. It popped and I'm like I can't turn the crank. Yeah, I, I oh, probably shit. blew the crank. I probably blew the piston rod or something. So I'm like, ah, that's gonna be a pain <laughs> to yeah. take all that apart. The clean, easier one right? first. I gotta clean some of it. So yeah. yeah, I think I think instinctively I go for the easier one. Yeah. You know, get that off the that. bench first. Yeah. Not a bad idea to to just check over all of them, even if you didn't crash. Because if right. they got left out and the dew sets on them and this and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff can happen. Yeah. I think also um, it's just a good opportunity since you're going over a couple of helicopters rebuilding. It's like you're saying, you go over all of them because I find little things like um, I zip tie my ESCs to my, my frame, my mm-hmm. little ESC mount. And, yeah. and often, you know, from vibration or and stuff like that, you know, I use very small zip ties and they do snap. So, like, I'll look and be like, oh, my ESC is only hanging on by two zip ties. <laughs> Let me put some more, right? So, things like that, it's good to make, you know, make sure, check your wiring, make sure none of your zip ties are chafing your wires or, you know. Yeah, and I've actually, too much. I've actually had one of those instances where I come home from a fun fly and, like, went to clean down my uh, NX4 and. As I was cleaning it, I actually discovered where one of the, my servo wires had, you know, was getting shaped, and it's like, oh shit! So, yeah, uh, I, I've been there, done that, and that was definitely a lucky save on my part. But mm-hmm. Shit happens. I mean, we're not always paying attention, you know, to our shit as we're, you know, at a fun fly. You know, I'm just, I'm knocking out flights left and right. Yeah. Um, I and then also, about... sorry, go I'm sorry. I was going to say that also relates to batteries too. You're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. You got stuff charged. Now that I've got that dis- discharger that I really like, I've been using that a lot more than, you know, hooking up the power, the power and the the yeah, regular charger and discharging yes. with that. Just the, that other discharger I have is, is awesome, man. Just plug it in and hit the right cell count and it takes care of it automatically. Yeah, that's a very, very, very good point, Kevin. Check your batteries when you get home. You might yes. have some you forgot to charge that are like really low, like three seven or something, or that's some that you forgot right. to mm-hmm. discharge that you need. You may need to yeah, charge that's some my case. up to storage and yeah. discharge some other ones. That's a very, very good, good point to make. Yeah, especially um, I think what you pointed out, Andy, about storage charging them up. You know. Mm-hmm. You, a lot of times, like you, you go to an event and that's Saturday night. It's like yeah, 
or or the Friday, you know, Saturday you, daytime, or, whenever your last flight is, you know, you're yeah. gonna be flying. And you think, oh, well, I'm on a night flight, or I'm gonna do this. So you just, yeah. but then you forget or you don't, and then mm-hmm. your battery is like 3.7 volts per cell, and you don't think anything about it, and two three weeks yeah, go leave by, it for a week, yeah, yeah, and it drops on down, and then your battery's damaged. So yeah. It's easy, very easy to forget what's charged and what's discharged at an event. Oh man, like Saturday night. Hell yeah! I just go through and check them all like the next day and see what I've got. Yeah. Okay. Um, What about so like your helicopters? Okay, so you're taking care of your helicopters are taking care of. What else is there? How about like your your camping stuff? Right, you're like Mm -hmm. Andy. You have an RV, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You know. I often carry a suitcase with my clothes, <laughs> which has a lot of dirty clothes on the way yeah. home, right? So things right. like that. Out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually yeah. end up getting home. I always leave. Well, I usually leave as late as I can on a Sunday to where I get home at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. So I usually just pull in the mm-hmm. driveway and I'm beat at that point. So I go to bed. So then the next day yeah. I've got to go through the camper unload stuff, mm-hmm. go dump it, uh, flush it out, do all that kind of stuff. Maintenance stuff, yeah. Maintenance stuff, yeah. Take food out of the fridge, bring it in the house so you don't forget it, stuff like that. And I've I've been to a few events where I got where I got the tent set up, you know, and yeah. you're basically camping, camping, you know. Yep. And uh We've packed up in the rain a few times. Yeah. Where, so what I'll do is like moisture, yeah, yeah, get a nice day, and then I'll unpack it, set it up in the yard, or let it dry out. Yeah, or even if it's I've not done that raining, a few times. if it's not raining, you have to yeah. leave early. There's still dew on everything, yeah. and you, yeah. you don't right. have a choice. You just throw it in the car, and then the next day or whenever you can, you should unpack all that stuff and let it dry out. Or yes. else you'll have a moldy ass yep. tent. Yes. Yeah. Don't, the next don't time forget you it will mold up. <laughs> yeah 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 very good all point. right any anything else uh you guys come to mind about uh you know post event um events? i i i've rented cars for uh one event that was when i went to uh orlando and it's like typically with if I rent a car, I usually try to get it back. You know, I'll vacuum it out real quick and and then just drive it back over to the really to the rental place. Yeah, uh, it's just something I do. I mean, they got a shitty job. I I mean, I've got a family friend that works for Enterprise, and you know they they get sh- they get sh- you know cars that are just completely a wreck after they were like I mean, rented. I don't. For- well, you don't realize you know, how messy cool. Ian is. It's like a three-year-old, you know, there's goldfish crackers in the floor. And <laughs> oh, I guess so. Jelly beans well, everywhere. At, Groceries in the this, back. Being at Torches, uh, <laughs> we had like butts. all kinds of just brass clippings oh, in there sure. and everything. It was, it, it was, it was I don't bad. Know. I rented, I rented a car at Urcha. I don't know. I, I didn't bring it back dirty, like not that dirty. <laughs> I need to Maybe I'm an asshole, but there's no way I would do that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no I vacuumed it out and I, then take I it. I paid in, a lot like, for a car. I'm not vacuuming the damn thing out. Yeah. Plus, I don't but, have time for that. I'm like trying well, to stop the property. It's decided. Ian's a better person than we are. I think so. But yeah, Ian it, does bring up a 
good point though, because when we rented the RV, they would have charged me like 250 bucks to clean up the RV mm. that Steve and I rented to go to flight fest like two years in a row. And I remember the first year, well, with Jeff, it was, it was muddy as shit. That, that RV was so muddy. If I didn't like just take a little bit of time and clean it up before I turned it in, yeah. there would have been a huge, so that's, that's different. You know, I know that's rental cars are rental yeah. cars. They don't give a shit. Usually. Yeah. yeah. They just want to make sure there's gas in it or you paid that gas fee beforehand that's it yeah, yeah see i was worried about any extra right. charges or anything because it's like you know the, I mean, there was a lot of grass clippings from being in where we, where the camper was there was a little bit of you know some semi-tall grass where we were at so as we're jumping in and out the car we're taking in all those grass clippings and stuff so it's like i just figured oh, no, I'd do a, a lot of grass for some reason but <laughs> <laughs> no um as I was getting at, like, typically, like, when I went to Spring Fling last year, like, everything sat out in my Jeep for, like, a good portion of the evening. Because we, we, as soon as I got home, I just came home and passed clean the hell out. I was, I was tired. And then, and then eventually when I got up, I just went and got everything out of my Jeep. But I had it all the way backed up into the into the backyard so if somebody felt like they were being brave they would have to go through my dog first but um <laughs> yeah that's that's really the differences between the two for me uh, you know other than renting the car and all that shit but you know i had to have it turned in at a certain time or else i was going to get dinged for another day okay yeah all right anything else Anything else? Um, make sure you go through all your gear too, right? Like if you have a battery bag, your toolcase, yeah. you know, you'll you end up gathering some wrappers and dirt and just crap yeah. on the event. Yeah, grass clippings. That's you know? good everywhere. You know, grass yeah. clippings, yeah, Ian, yeah. A lot of grass clippings. Yeah, and there's times where I'm throwing like crushed up uh, water bottles in my like yep, bin I that I have like thing. stuff in or, you know, I try not to leave the area. I'm immediately in dirty so if there's any trash yeah. or anything if that i have any napkins or wrappers and stuff i put it in my yeah. battery bag i'm not i'll take it with me it's fine right they're in the car yeah yeah mm-hmm. clean up after yourself too don't be leaving these yeah, fun flies with all your garbage you know right don't be a dirt bag yeah <laughs> watch out for those grass clippings <laughs> get everywhere it seems <laughs> vacuum up the glass grass clippings Ian said yes. so. Your dear enterprise car rentals folks, <laughs> helping hand there. All right. Anything else for the main topic? I know it's kind of short on the main topic, but uh, yeah, I think it's good. No, just chill out, get some sleep. If you're like us, yeah, try to get some sleep. Yeah. What what usually happens, which spring flings wouldn't be bad for you, Steve, but what usually happens is you lose all this sleep and then you got to make a five, six, seven hour drive back home. Yeah, Sunday usually, and, yep. and when you get home, man, it's rough. That next day at work sucks always. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's move it on then. Do we have a uh, Ian's tech tip? Actually, yeah, we do. Hopefully, it's a decent oh, one. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, after you come back home from uh, 
you know, one of those crazy fun flies, you know, like uh, Spring Fling. Um, yeah, we kind of touched a little base on it, but what do you do as far as, um, you know, sifting through the wreckage? You know, say if you plowed your bird in just super fucking hard. Mm. Um, Let's not talk about Spring Fling. Let's say that you went to RCHO and now you're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever event. I mean, it could be, you know, I don't know, your local field. Um, so typically, when you get a bird, you know, that's freshly smashed, I pretty much take off everything that is broken that I can see. And then, of course, after you get, you know, like, of course, you're like your boom, blades, skids, I mean, whatever. As soon as you get all that stuff off there, you start checking, you know, for secondary damage, like, you know, bearings, you know, is there any bearings that are going to be shot? Was the main shaft bent? Um, you know, is there any uh, wiring that's uh, cut or chafing? What caused the crash? I mean, that there's a bunch of variables. Um, one of the first things I start off with after I get all the broken stuff that I can, you know, physically see off i uh start checking through the the main the main rotor uh i'll take a uh, i'll take one of my drivers and go to the the feathering shaft and just you don't have to put one on each side you can just spin with one driver and if you start to see any up and down play or side to side motion on the blade grips that's typically a tall tale sign that your feathering shaft's fucked so, uh if it's really bad um I'll probably just go ahead and replace the dampeners, replace the thrust bearings and everything right out the gate on that. But you can still, I mean, typically I'll just replace them anyway. But uh, if you're trying to cut around the corner and check and see if they're notchy, see if they're, you know, see if they're still good. Uh, And typically you can find out just by, you know, running them in your fingers, you know, just, I mean, is there a notch as it's rotating? Um, from there, I'll check and see if the main shaft's bent. Uh, a lot of times you can find this out by you know powering it up. And if you can't really see it too well there, you can at least use your uh, your prop balancer. Uh, such as, you know, something like this you would use to uh, balance like your, uh, you know, your clutch bell or you know, whatever you would, uh, be able to see any type of, sh- you know, slight wobble. And if it's really fine enough, I uh, use a flat surface, like a table and you would be able to see light on uh, underneath as you're slowly rolling it down the table. Um, another thing I like to check is if there's any type of bends in the, the tail rotor shaft. Uh, I've gone, you know, I've, I've bent a few of those. Uh, a lot of my crashes are, you know, relatively on the light side compared to, you know, like most pilots I've seen out in the field. So um, I still check it regardless. I check uh, check the belts to see if there's any type of, you know, missing teeth, uh, any type of wear that, you know, I should probably replace it anyway or whatever. Torque tube. I mean, a lot of the first places I check is usually in the gearbox on the torque tube models. Um, and then of course, you know, if you're checking your torque tube, obviously your, your tail booms fucked anyway, but a lot of the cases I check 
umbrella gears, especially on your lines or Gowies, I check either the umbrella gears on the end or in the actual gearbox. Um, after you, uh, umbrella gears? Go, huh? Oh, uh, the bevel gears. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Torque tube. Yeah. So, um, after kind of running through, you know, bearings and stuff like that, um, how much for you guys is it, you know, as far as the cost, you know, if you exceed, like, for me, it's if I exceed, like, 50% of what the a new kit is going to be for me is normally when I say it's a rekit, which luckily I haven't had to do that. I've come close, but that was like, that was with the, the T-Rex 470. I mean, if I would have spent, like, another 20, 30 bucks, I would have just threw it in the trash can. Uh, hmm. Yeah, what what is it for you guys? Hmm. If the effort, if I have to put, if I have to place an order for like, it's, it's I guess it's somewhat of a value, but if if it's like if I have to order like forty different things for that helicopter, then I might just order a new kit. Um, I'll just put it this way: I've never ordered a new kit. <laughs> <laughs> I have I've, probably about two times I've re-kitted. I've re-kitted a Black Nitro once, and then you got a I've crash better, Kevin. Black I Thunder. know. You got to put it in under power, like Steve, just like plow well, it. Well, dude, that crash yeah. I had down here with the six ninety when I got down here was pretty damn bad. Like I bent everything up, but a lot of some of the stuff I bent back, like the not it was structural, but it wasn't like. I don't know. It's hard yeah, to explain because yeah, like of the plastic frames, those little side pieces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I bent a lot of stuff. But but then again, I had a lot of stuff too. Oh. Like so, maybe if I didn't have anything, yeah, I would have rekitted it. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about bending, I got to call no. this out. Fucking Devin, flying the logo. I didn't personally see this, but I did see the video clip. That kid doing TikToks coming now bends the main shaft in flight. No shit. Really. <laughs> blades are fine. Blades are perfectly fine. Spin blades, perfectly fine. But the main shaft was like this. Oh, wow. Like, here's, here's like, let's say here's the top of the frame. The main shaft was like bent like that. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. In flight. TikTok. It ate itself. Oh. And you see it in the video that the, the main shaft goes like this, and then after the next frame, the whole thing explodes. Wow. Holy shit. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't need a helicopter that will explode <laughs> if you TikTok it too hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I mean... I would say fifty percent of the value is a is a is a decent middle ground of like you know if it's gonna cost you fifty percent of the value of the helicopter to repair it then it might be just worth to rekit it you know yeah absolutely and it's like even if you hit like fifty percent of the value rekitting it you're still gonna have you know a nice little parts lot you know depending on what it is mm, all yeah you'll have all the stuff that doesn't break when you crash it doesn't break exactly <laughs> That's what I, was like, I don't know about that but um it, it's like i've even had to 
replace frame sides, which the only reason I had to do that is I, uh, well, Andy, as you remember, I had the, the 550. It was a, it was technically an L it had the L frames. Uh, I had crashed it in, uh, you know, winter bash 2019. Um, when I got home, I realized, oh, I can't find these frames anywhere. So I had to turn around and buy the X frames. So that was like 65 bucks a piece, which freaking sucked. But I just went ahead and sucked it up. My my intentions were to completely re- rebuild it up. But, you know, I ultimately got it up to like airframe. And eventually I sold it, you know, just recently. But, um, yeah, I... That's pretty much what I go for is uh, 50%. Um, and when it comes to those crashes that, you know, if it wasn't a dumb thumb, I mean, what is it you guys go for uh, as far as, you know, determining what happened? I mean, Steve, I know you've had some really technical, you know, you really had to do some digging. Um, my first thing that I do is I, I just check through my wires to kind of see what happened or see if there's any missing links, but didn't know if there was anything else you guys wanted to chime in on that. I mean, it depends what happened. Like, was the helicopter powered on when 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 you walked up to it after the crash? Was it powered off? You know, did you need yeah. to disconnect? Did you, you know, did you have any weird signal issues? Did you wig out? Like, you know, did the helicopter just wig out in the air and fall apart, or did you were doing something that broke it? You know, like I mean, I don't know. Determining <laughs> what happens is depending on determining the situation yeah, of the crash. Different. You know. All yeah. my crashes have been very apparent what happened. Like a couple times I've broke motor belts on protos mm-hmm. after not changing. Ran out of battery any. once. Uh, mm, oh, yeah. Richard, remember? Who, me? Yeah. No, I never ran out of battery. I, bu- I broke the uh, the motor belt. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd had a crash and I didn't change the motor belt. And then like three flights later, it broke. So, I mean, that was stupid on me. So, it's either something obvious like that or like when my 556, the power cord come unplugged. That was obvious. Or it's a dumb thumb usually for me. I mean, that's been my experience. Yeah, I've had a few mechanical. I've had a few like Neo issues where I'm losing Uh signal. Uh, And I've had had my fair share of dumb thumbs, but. Anything mechanical is usually got something to do with the tail. Like I've blown tail rotors out or lost tail rotors or uh-huh. it's yeah. always something to do with the tail or the belt snapped the last time on the Oxy three was no, it wasn't the belt. It was the push rod that tail push rod that snapped or came apart. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, always, always something to do with the tail that I'm, that I'm now that you guys mentioned it, that I'm like adding things up in my head. It's like always seems to be tail related for me. It makes sense. The tail thing takes a lot of stress. So, yeah, but it's always different. I mean, I think the the difficult ones are when you have radio problems and stuff. Sometimes those can mm. be difficult to diagnose. Stuff shuts yeah. off or ESC shuts off for no apparent reason. And yeah. I, I'm knock on wood, I've not really had many of those kind of issues, but it it can happen, and those those can be difficult oh, yeah. to diagnose. Because the damn thing After might power right uh, back up and be completely fine. And then you're guessing like, well, what did happen? Yeah. Right. My first crash with the raw was like that, where I was just flying and all of a sudden it just didn't, it just powered off and 
came yeah. flying, you know. Those are the worst. Came shooting down in the air. And, and you know, you look at it and you're like, well, everything booted back up. And I was like, oh, it looks fine. And everything looks fine. Like, you know, like your connection wise, right? And But then you're like, yeah, you don't have trust. Yeah, in those it. are like the worst. Like, I mean, when something breaks, you know, a servo fails, tail control rod mm-hmm. breaks, motor belt breaks, right. gear right. strips. Those are pretty obvious. Right. Not hard to figure yeah. out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of my crashes have been like dumb thumbing, but I think the only one that really stands out to mind, I still consider it a crash because it didn't land on, it landed on the skids at first and then just flopped over. But it was my, uh, my uh, T-Rex 550. Uh, I was initially running it with uh, the Talon 90 and I was working on auto, uh, not auto rotation. I was working on my orientations with, uh, you know, in front of my nodder and, I was buddy boxing him, so he was turning into an orientation, and then he flips the controls back to me and then puts in another orientation. We're going back and forth. We were up in the air for like a minute, and next thing we know, we're counting blades, so he takes control and goes to auto it down with whatever inertia it had, and it it did just a straight drop at like 10 feet, bounced on the skids, and then flopped over, and when we walked up to it, you can hear the... Yeah, you could hear the ESC just beeping out. It's just, it's got that, you know, beep, beep. You know, it's the the tone that it does for, uh, you know, to let you know it's overheating, but you can pretty much fry an egg on the side of it. And, you know, after that flight, I had to go ahead and stick a Talon 120 in there just to fix that problem. Um, and then, of course, that, that was the same Talon 90 that was in the 420, and... Yeah, I mean, it didn't really do a whole lot of damage. Everything was just pretty well obvious. Um, so it's like I figured I'd ask you guys on that question because you guys have crashed more than I have. I, I know I crashed more last year than I had ever had, so it, it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> um, as far as other um, ways... Uh, Trying to think of how to say, as far as you know, Dan, like, say if you crash in the mud, you know, kind of like uh, was a Dan Murnane, it's like, how would you go about that? Like, what would be a, a good option there? My, what I would do is like, uh, just pull all the electronics off and then use a power washer. A good option would replace- just take the entire heli electronics and all and throw it in a dumpster somewhere and start over. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't Dude, ask uh, for an inexpensive option. You asked for a good option. Nothing just yeah, sucks yeah. worse than trying to dig the mud out of a freaking airframe. The motor. Yeah, yeah. I had to take the damn motor apart. I had one like this a couple of years ago. It mm. sucks so bad. Yeah, everything. Everything has to be taken completely apart to bear. Like, yeah, I hate it. Part. Yeah. yeah. That's a good reason for a That's one I, honestly. To be yeah, honest, I think yeah. that that's one you put on the back burner. Yeah, I'm gonna fly something else for a while. I'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, that's Take what that I did. That's what I did, Kevin. It was my specter. I put it on yeah. the back burner, and then yeah, I waited too. long enough. They come out with a new model, so I never had to fix it. <laughs> Probably <laughs> solved. Going back to your question about um, the cost exceeding fifty percent of value, I've also rekitted. Now, granted, there are smaller helicopters like an Oxy Three, but after a while. I've crashed like my Oxy 3 so much it's just all- that I had to re-kit it. 
It's just all janky. Yeah. It can't be fixed correctly. Yeah, like everything was like stripped out and just like it just it wasn't worth to try to fix it and replace the parts. Yeah. It's just better just get it. Start so, fresh. So there are, I was gonna say, is that the same one I cut in half? Um, I don't know. That I've I've had like five of those. So who knows? Shit. <laughs> I've had so many Oscar threes over the time with three blades yeah. and two blades and all different versions. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's like I've I've known a few people that have actually crashed in the mud and and you know a couple of our listeners you know have taken their heli scuba diving so it's like that's one thing that you know I think some people can probably benefit you know benefit on it's like you know what I I've heard of them like completely going through like replacing the bearings you know cleaning it off you have to replace everything oh yeah all the bearings Every all your bearing, hardware has to be washed take everything apart like I said you might. It's well, yeah. easier kids. getting a new kit. It's easier. <laughs> True. Really. I know that's True. not the the most uh, economical hmm. thing, but it's a hell of a lot easier because <laughs> you still got to take oh, the yeah. damn motor apart yeah. and you got to clean the ESC and clean the servos. That's bad enough, but right. taking a, an airframe all the way down to screws and carbon, all the bearings out. I mean, that takes forever. Every all the bearings out. All the bearing blocks have to be taken apart. Like everything, like everything. Has to be just taken take apart. it all the way back to like it <laughs> come out of the box. Even that's right. Over. It's even more than a rekit at that point. Yeah, because you got a lot of times the bearings are yes. yeah in a lot of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like your yeah, swashplate comes, some you know, stuff. like your bearings yeah, get pressed exactly. in with green Loctite. You have to take that apart because those bearings are going to be shot with mud and mm-hmm. like grit. You it know, it's got grit in it. Yeah, no. Crashing oh, yeah. in the mud sucks. Yeah, and. Of course, as you're taking notes on all of your, you know, broken bits, you know, off of your heli, it's like I typically yeah. take advantage of the of the wish list on uh, a couple of the places I shop from, you know, like BB, BK Hobbies. They've got a wish list, so as I'm noting stuff down, I'm filling the I'm filling out the wish list. So it's like once I get everything and you know make sure there's nothing else I need for any other models that I've taken to a fun fly. Um, I'll hit the buy it button. Uh, I do believe uh, there is a couple other hobby shops, but the ones that I do know of that have the wish list systems uh, would be uh, BK Hobbies and A Main Hobbies. They both got those. So, and A Main Hobbies, I mean, you can make like separate lists. So it's like you know, if you want to make a secondary list, you know, for later on after you start getting your shit fixed. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's just a few things that I would do, um, and then of course you know thank you guys for chiming in on it and not roasting me too bad over grass clippings. Sure. <laughs> when, when you talk about a wish list, are you also talking about the shopping cart? Uh, it, yeah. I mean you can put it in your shopping cart, but a couple of those a uh, uh, couple of those sites have the wish list as well, and that's usually what I do. It just stays, you know, it's just another system I use. I'm just busting. He's buying it on Amazon. I got a wish. Yeah. I wish this tech tip was over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I was just trying. Saw an opportunity for a joke. Hey, at least I have one this week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he's here. All right. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move it on. Do we have any news announcements? Uh, uh, do we have news? Apparently. And announcements. Apparently. Apparently. All right. What do we have? Uh, I don't know. What's this thing about this? <laughs> Andy doesn't. Machine? 
I don't know, even know what even this, is this news. What is it? No, I don't know. I don't know the first. I saw a guy doing an unboxing this? on the Hangout. Okay. I saw a guy doing an unboxing. Okay. On the Hangout. He and I, I said, good. and it said, well, I think that's what you can get it there. Uh, I he said something about how it's a great helicopter for beginners, and I thought we'd tear it apart because it doesn't really look like it's a great helicopter for beginners. Okay, well, tell us what it is. Because it's like a sixty, it's like a sixty or seventy dollar four channel fixed pitched, ultra like small helicopter, and if you go to the website, which is hysterical, Eashin or Eshin, uh. I think they used to make computers back in the day. I'm not sure, but um, the helicopter manual, they spelt the M-U-N. Uh, it says that the package comes with helicopter transmitter, USB charger, two main blade, one tail blade, one main gear instruction manual, and seven, uh, 7.4 uh, 20C LiPo battery. It says... One or three or four pieces optional. But I guess you can get one battery or three batteries or four batteries when you order. I don't know. I put it in my cart and I wanted to order it because I wanted to see how much shipping would be. Because I'm sure by the time you're done with the $75 thing from Banggood, it's probably going to be like 100 bucks. No, the shipping would be, it'd be cheap. It's shipping it's actually not, it's take not six months bucks. to get. It'll, it's, 70, it's $76 on Banggood, and, and you'll probably get like... You'll get free shipping. Okay. You pay seventy six bucks or like eighty bucks with t- tax, but yeah, you know you'll get it in like two and a half to five months. <laughs> but it's got a brushed motor for its dual main brush motors power source. Then it's got yeah, it's got a tail motor. I mean, this reminds me of this stupid thing I I kind of like started out with, which was only like sixty five bucks from from the kiosk. From uh, yeah, from no, from Amazon, and it was a 250 size. This is like a 130 size, dude. This is not something I would start out. I wouldn't even buy this. I would get the the 230, you know, the Blade 230. Now it's the 230 Smart. The V2 is, I think, gone, and they're making like the Smart. It's now like the V3. Um, and Jamie Burkholder can attest to how good it is because that's what he started with. Uh, started messing around with. Now he's up to five fifties and and more, I think. I don't know, but I don't know. I wouldn't waste my time or money with this thing. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up to hopefully steer people away from it if they saw it and were like, "Oh, I can get, I can fly a a heli for eighty bucks." You probably can, but it's not really. Gonna, it, maybe it'll teach you orientation for a little while, but it's the same old story. It's the same old song and dance. As Aerosmith said, you know, you freaking are going to look for parts. You're not going to be able to find parts, you know, and it's just get something you can replace parts on because you're going to crash. Yep. And going through all the videos and the photos I had of the dog uh, over the years, I did find the video I, I talked about on the podcast years and years ago about me flying my double horse 9116 mm-hmm. stupid four channel fixed pitch model where i was chasing geese with it i found that video and i was like well, i actually flew that thing pretty good for it's 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 you know it's like it's on a string and it's going back and forth it's your typical you know the only thing that's different on this is it's not uh this one's not um this one's got some kind of fly barless controller on it which is pretty amazing 
because it looks like a circuit board you made in your garage. But that was the only difference for the one I had was had a fly bar on it. Thanks. I like this uh, uh, sentence about the tail rotor. The tail locking yeah. motor uses a special 8520 cordless motor, which has the characteristics of high temperature resistance, stable tail locking, and is not easy to be damaged after long-term work. Wow. But so then if you read the about reviews... About the way that's written, I find funny. If you read some of the reviews, they're like, the tail motor went after the third flight. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he gave him five stars, job. though. Yeah. Yeah, I bought two of them. It comes the with a charger, though. Both. It only takes yeah. 90 minutes to charge the battery. Nice, for three minutes, why? Yeah, no, it says oh, they're saying 20 minutes. minutes. 20 it's minute flight and normal use can reach 500 plus cycles on their battery. I don't know what kind of oh, battery shit. that is, but. Oh, That's a good one. Nobody, nobody's ever tested that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe, cool. maybe charging it at 0.2C. Well, it takes 90 minutes, so that's like <laughs> right, 0.5C. Exactly. Yeah. Even then. I don't know if you're getting 500 cycles. All right. Well, this was pretty lame news item. I'm sorry. I just saw it in the on the hangout. I never go on the hangout to look for news. First time I do, it's a freaking, it's a dud. No. You can hit. You can hit, had, you can hit the sound, Andy. Bum 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 bum. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, speaking of news, uh, uh, San Diego Fun Fly. Uh, 2022 may 12th through the 15th um nice pro pilots uh alex rose ben storick donnie pecci um miles meta and gregor mcgrath um registration is uh twenty dollars meals available rv and camping uh night flying um it's at the polymer Flyers RC Club, um, and the, that's in uh, Fallbrook, California. Yeah, right. I just ran across that one on Facebook. Cool. Nice. I just came across uh, the Maniacs family is growing. So five new pilots on the Maniacs team. Cool. Oh, no wow. shit. Yeah, Ernie Garcia Alba, Jimmy Bullard. That's my boy. I know him. Uh, Chris Diamante, Ron Course Jr. Uh huh. What? Yeah, and Carrie Brooks. Good nice. God, there is no other uh, battery company because everybody flies for Maniacs now. Dude, I way. feel like Journey. I feel like Journey. They're letting everybody else in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame but me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. I was hoping one of you guys would say, don't stop believing, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop believing, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. All right. So I, wrote, I also wrote under news and announcements, uh, Nimbus 550 has landed because somebody said the Nimbus 550 has landed. Oh, that Hi. means they're in the States now. Nice. Yes, and people are building them. Sweet. Yeah, I think people are flying them, in fact. Cool. I believe I saw one in Miami. Flown by Nick Maxwell. 
Yes, I believe he had one. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So that's it yeah. for news and announcements. Unless Steve just more. ordered something. No, I did not. But I thought there was one more uh, fun flag that I heard about. What did you hear about? There's one coming in July, I know. End of July. There is one coming in, in end of July. Yes, the free fall one. In New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. I can't find it. So when I find it, Jersey. But didn't they awesome. push that into the ocean yet? New Jersey? I don't know. That's California. Oh wait, the California. Yeah. Well, hey, a few more years, yeah. Florida's so. going to be on the ocean. Just wait and see. Yeah. All the transplants down there. All, all the people are moving down here. It's going to weight it down. Again. <laughs> it's going to break off. That's what I'm saying it's going to break <laughs> off. Break off. <laughs> Sink. <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note what's next for you in the hobby well what's next for me is uh i have mike d the planker coming down to florida to add one more yankee to the mix <laughs> one more and, asshole uh, shows up <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh so hopefully my weekend's gonna be pretty good he shipped a box down here and a Looks like a box. It looks like a plane. It looks like a battery. So um, we should have a lot of fun this nice. this weekend That'll coming be up. Great. Yeah, because he'll go out to that field and he'll do his normal like flying and just he'll blow some of these guys away. Yeah, like tell, tell him to go craziness. out there and act like he just doesn't know anything, which shouldn't be difficult <laughs> for him. No, just be a complete <laughs> fucking idiot, and then all, all right. those old guys will be like, "Oh, look at this guy," and then just go fly like. 10 times better than all of them combined. Yeah. That'd be yeah. hilarious. Be like, which way does the aileron? Yeah. Which what? Which stick does what? I forget. Yeah. Just tell him to act as stupid as he possibly can. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, get it on video, please. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to see those old guys be like, oh shit. I had Devin McClellan laughing one time. We went out to fly years ago with the helicopter and I was like, Okay, now what is one of these switches doing? I hit the switch and it started spooling up, and I was like, "Oh, I got lucky with that one," and he started cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> we were just he was joking around the whole flight. Oh yeah, but yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that should be fun. I'm looking forward to him coming down. I'm just yeah, looking forward to just fun. having some laughs with Mike. I mean, not that I don't have a great time with Steve Shaw, but he's been he's been kind of like MIA. He's been out because he went to Spring Fling and. He was at a couple other things this past couple yeah. weekends. So, well, you know, he had um, 20 years of work to finish up the last two weeks. Yeah. So he could retire. He's, com- he's coming in earlier than when he was actually employed. <laughs> he's working harder yeah. now than he has in the last 10 years. Right. right. To make oh, up for it. God. Yeah. Uh, now let's like make wait. Let's make wagers on, you know, how long retirement's going to last before he ends up getting, you know, like a door greeter job at Walmart. I don't think so. No. No. He's got stuff to do. He's got shit to build. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. Better build some shit. Yeah. He was, he was like a, a CTO. Why would you? <laughs> CTO. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to Walmart. I mean, come on. He was a CTO. Yep. Well, no, he bet for the. 
for the sake of our friendship, he better get to work on stuff because it's all I've heard for yeah, the last six seriously. months. Well, I'm retired, you know, my plenty of time, and yeah. it all's done, and you're gonna see it soon, and see that tundra fly, and that piranha fly, and that other biplane, and the flex jet, None and the six helicopters fly. that I don't have flying yet, and the gasser, and the two six hundreds, and the two krakens, and the drake, and the Whatever else All he's got now. Right? Thank God he didn't win anything right? else at Spring Fling. Holy crap. Oh, I saw him on. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> going to quit making gasoline by the time he gets that gasser in the air. I told him I'm going <laughs> to so have to convert it B- back to electric just so he can fly it. <laughs> I told him I'm going to call BK Hobbies and tell him you can't sell this guy anything else until he fixes something. Until <laughs> he gets yeah. something going. Until he finishes one of these kits. Should be a limit. Uh, I can start saying all bet? this shit now because he's not my boss. Yeah. How much you want to bet that I uh, made in a uh, Kraken 580 before he gets anything flying? I'm not betting anything because that's a stupid bet. How much you want to bet flying that thing in Steve- two weeks? How much you want to bet Steve's kid is going to be flying a helicopter before? Oh, that's they, a they, dumb they, bet, they, too. It is a dumb bet, but I'll bet it comes true. Yeah. Wait. Well. That, that, Ian, you're going to get a five. The 580 Nitro built before Steve gets anything new built, finished off. Yeah. <laughs> I might want to take that bet. Wait a minute. Don't you have something else? What does he keep harping about? The Wait, 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 the... wait. No, here, we need to find out. So, Ian, like when you bought it, you've got everything for it, right? Or do you still got to get stuff? I got to get a couple little things. That's oh, it. Yeah, well, uh, other than that, it's like. It's going to take fucking a year and a half. So what's a couple little things? Boom, <laughs> can it be. Do you have a motor for it? Yeah, I've got a motor. I just got to get a pipe. But do you uh, have an engine? And then like a few little bits, nothing much. So, pipe, you have servos, you have. Got Neos, servos. Got a Neo. All that stuff. Okay. Yep. All right, two months. I think it's going to be two months, yeah. I want to try to have it going by next month. Well, that's like that. th- four to five days, so you better get busy. No, like June, like by June, like June. So two 3rd, months. Th- yeah. <laughs> Just in time for rotors over the corn. When is that? Beginning of June. Yeah, it's like first weekend of June. Uh, like like a month and a half. Okay. Ian, you got the best disposition for this podcast because you take so much shit from these guys. <laughs> I've seen I've seen people rage quit and walk away and why would I rage dude. quit? <laughs> I don't think any of my predecessors could could stand me. Be honest. <laughs> I mean, they got mad at Steve and quit. I'm pretty sure they. Oh, sure. they would not be able to handle it. <laughs> they couldn't handle me. No, no. Yeah, you no. like how I rounded down when it suited me and then I rounded up when it suited me. <laughs> Such a fucking dick. I know I am. Uh, love it. Jeez. Uh, oh, all right. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, Andy. Me? Doing doing anything in the hobby? Uh maybe. All right, gave us some hope. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'll fly. I actually was kind of thinking about flying uh, a couple of days ago and then I decided it was too much trouble. So <laughs> maybe I'll fly this week. 
I was like, oh, the batteries are in the camper, and I got to charge the batteries, and I don't really feel like it. So, Man, no wonder you ain't getting any farming done. Yeah. No, I mean, I do the farming as much as I can, which is not great because it's just it's one of those years. But to put the extra effort in to go fly, I just wasn't feeling it. You know? I get you. But maybe, maybe I'll uh, charge up some packs for the raw and get out there and fly that. Or maybe I'll wrench on this Spectre V2 and finish it up before I turn into Steve Shaw. Before there's a Spectre V3? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point. All right. All right. Who's left? Anybody? Uh, I haven't been keeping track. Um... I'm not really doing anything spectacular. I'm um, going to be doing a little bit of wrenching this week on the on the 580 Nitro. Um, I'll be on Discord as always, and I'm um, just doing some. You know, just been dinking around the house here lately. Like later on this week, I get to have a new hot water put in, hot water heater put in. So, yeah, exciting. But as far as flying, no flying. After Friendship. Kevin said that, now I can't think of anything, but why would you want to heat your hot water? <laughs> makes no sense. But, dude, at least it's not the dead of winter, and you got you got to look at the yeah. bright side, you know? Could be a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, it's like the other morning when, I, when it went out again, it's like, not knowingly, it's like, had to shower to get ready for work and it's just like oh damn it's like barely lukewarm fuck it just went in there and got it done yeah that's not easy no i mean it's like gotta try to psych yourself up for that one and i fucking hated it all right so is that it yeah that's pretty much it i mean ordering parts that's that's really all i'm doing all right, Steve, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to go fix some helis. I'm going to go sell some shit. I got a swap meet slash little fun flight coming up what this Saturday. Just, you know, so I bought I bought that whole, like, lot of planes, and I have all this, oh, like, yeah, yeah. couple things. So I'm like, well, I don't need those floats, and really, I don't need that plane. And really, I don't need that plane, so I'm just going to bring yeah, all that okay, crap. Okay, cool. You get know? it out of the way. Yeah, get out of the way. Um, so I plan on selling a couple of that old stuff that I have and getting rid of it, but really it's like a, I'm going to just to check out the field. So then, uh, Hanover RC is the field. It's over in Mechanicsville in Virginia here. And oh, yeah. one of my club members that, so one of the new club members that joined, he actually goes to this field. It's a little bit closer to him. Um, the guy, John, that, that joined my club. So. I wanted to check out this field. Um, so there's a great opportunity to go there during this kind of a swap me slash fun fly. So, you know, I'll bring some helis to fly and, um, and I'll bring some planes to sell and see what happens. Yeah. Nice. Out the garage a little. Cool, man. Um, yeah. Beyond that, that's about it. Just get some wrenching done like Ian. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move it on. Listener Pipeline. What do we have? We got a couple. Looks like. Yeah. Fuck off, Andy. 
Andy, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, Andy, <laughs> fuck off. Okay, I will. Thanks. V- very informative. Yeah, nice. Uh, here's another one. If I can pull her up. Hey, Kevin. Me and Steve Shaw and Rich were all sitting around in two um, at Sprinkling. We all decided, you know what? Not just Andy, but uh, you too, man. You suck. You didn't come to Sprinkling. I, I, I know. I can't get it. Steve Thanks, Shaw though. came all the way up. Dude, you suck so bad. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I miss you, Cliff. <laughs> Damn, I wasn't even mentioned. Damn, I miss everybody, though. I'm so, sorry I had to miss it. You know? Looked like a oh, You're time. sad they didn't tell you to fuck off, Ian? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was hoping for it. <laughs> Ian, you suck, too. Okay, fuck off, that, Ian. Does that make you feel any better? You suck. Yeah, is that, did that help? Yeah. That made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Oh, then fuck off, Ian. Did that, that warmed the cockles of your heart. That made you feel the good. Shit, I'll say it too, then. Oh. All, all right, right that's that all. It? That's all the voicemails. Yes. Okay, let's wrap it up then, huh? Let's wrap it. All up. right. All right. Facebook Hello. likes. We are at one thousand three hundred ninety-seven likes. That's like the same number every every time, but. I got three new names I don't recognize I here before. Broke. Yeah, it's broken. Um, as these these several names I'm gonna pronounce, they're gonna be pronounced broken. Um, I don't know if this is one word or two word, but I'm sorry. I'm gonna call your first name two words. So T P Zoo, <laughs> and then Fuwitz Massimus. I don't know. It's spelled weird in English. And then Carrie Brooks. Awesome. Brooks Brewery. Go check them out, Michigan. Um, thanks for liking our page. And sorry I butchered your names. Let's move it on to Facebook comments then. What do we have there? Well, on the last show, all by myself, uh, we had a few comments. One from Mr. William Anthony, who said, Stop picking on Steve Shaw. What an amazing individual. Enjoying the hobby the way he wants to, you should be you should be so lucky that he calls into the show. You're right, Bill. P.S. Great to see see Steve and Yoon and Shaw at the Spring Fling this weekend. And he posted Greta Van Liberal saying, "How dare you insult Steve? How dare you?" And I saw I saw many 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 pictures of Bill Anthony taken by Steve Shaw and I don't know what was going on but he was just in his face shooting picture after picture oh man and there you will never see them on Facebook because Steve doesn't do that he doesn't post anything on Facebook that's I don't know he he, he, he tries to get around to it but it never happens Uh, Greg Ringel said I tend to fly different when alone I keep it further away from myself and focus more on the basics to build on my foundational skills. Very good, Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Shaw said, thanks guys for another chance to hear your thoughts on the hobby. And I just wonder who comes up with all this BS. I'm sure it's 
it's mutually shared. You all mutually share the responsibility. You're correct, Steve. We've told you a million times. When are you going to give us a topic? Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't topic. have any topics. No. That would that would mean he would have to think. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Lewis. Louis Mazurik said, awesome. My day at work will be a lot better now. Enjoying the shows. Thanks, Louis. And Greg Wyatt said, did Great Eagle just get unmasked? I think he's talking about Greta. The picture of Greta. No, I think he was talking about when we read the Podbean comments and uh, wrote that one really weird. Um, Uh, I think that's what it was. I could be wrong. Yeah, could be. And there's a lot of other great videos that Steve took while he was at Spring Fling. Uh, Nick's Max, Nick Maxwell flying. Man, just he's unbelievable. Amazing pilot. Steve, you got great video of of the flight he had. Just you, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you take that with your phone or is that with yeah. that 360? No, I mean, that's good, awesome video with your phone, your, dude. Pretty good at tracking with my phone now. No, you, yeah. that video is really good, man. Because you're zooming out when he's like getting away mm-hmm. from or well, when he gets close i zoom out and, when he, and then when he goes yeah. far I'm, i like, try to zoom in on the hell yeah i mean dude awesome and I speaking want... of video uh steve's video with his uh drone with the 360 uh yeah, that's pretty cool oh my god that was fucking epic dude that, that was awesome yeah that was what are you talking about the the one that um it's on my youtube dan? channel yeah. Dan yeah. Flew? yeah with the, the raw nitro around your yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Run my flying camera. There's nice. this one part where he just does like he like does a loop around the the drone, and it it lined up so perfectly. I just went with it. Like I I I made the whole camera flip upside down, like the whole world go upside down, just because uh, it worked cool. out perfectly. Like the helicopter was coming, so you know you just see like the nose and the, the tail of the heli coming straight down line. I just kept the camera, so you, the whole world goes upside down as you're following the helicopter going upside down and upright. And stuff. <laughs> nice. At that one scene, man, that's like, oh, it looked so perfect. I was like, I'm going to keep it like that. Yeah, it's a pretty cool check video. That out. I yeah. saw like, yeah, the first was like, awesome. 30 seconds of that video. Oh, you got to watch I mean, it. Because check he, it yeah, watch it all the out. Hero flips, and he starts doing TikToks all around it, and he starts doing like rainbows added and stuff, and that's yeah, pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, was, I wanted to get more pilots. I, 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 you know, Mitch Barossa, he said he's down to do it. I, I, I believe Kyle would be down to do it, but I just didn't get a chance to, like, you know, get it going. Um, so I, I thought I saw Mitch flight too uh, at some point. Yep. I had a he's, flight of Mitch flying at night. Yeah, dude, he's another guy, man. Jeez, he's yeah. awesome. He's awesome, but he does a lot of skids in stuff. So a lot right. of his stuff is like, pure wedding where the skids are facing you which is different you know you always see pure wedding with the blades facing you so it's just a different orientation he does a lot of uh reversals and stuff too so very very skilled pilot man guys are on such a different level it's crazy yep cool anything else for facebook comments Mm, nope um no all right, let's see. Do we have anything in community posts or our Facebook listener posts? I wouldn't know that. Yes, we do. We got tagged in a 
post from Daniel Turiak about how great spring fling 2022 was. Uh-huh. Um, and then Nick Musso posted 18 hours ago, great podcast to listen to to pass the time at work. Two thumbs up. Keep it up, guys. Thanks, Nick. And Thanks, Nick. Jordan McFarland commented, the Freefall RC guys do it so well that I find at times I can't keep up. When I'm almost done or halfway through an episode, they've already done released another. Not to mention the fact that they're almost 350 shows. And three laughing emojis. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. And Thanks, uh, Jordan. Thanks, Nick Jordan. Musso commented to jo- or responded to Jordan, says, I listen to them all on Podbean. They all have their own elements of entertainment mixed in with the perfect amount of information needed to keep me interested. Free fall, heliheads, tailor skids up, and there's one more, I think. All good stuff, man. Thanks, Nick. Nice. Sweet. I think that's it. Okay. What about website comments? Do we have any news? Uh, I forgot to look. I'm looking um, right now. You doesn't look like it. No news. Oh yeah, we do. Oh, A- aviation RC noob. Right. Freefall RC podcast guys. My good friend Joe and I run the bi-weekly aviation RC noob podcast. We have been doing it since COVID-19 began in the States. I listen to your podcast and keep thinking you may mention it. Dot, dot, dot. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? Uh, I still enjoy the podcast. It fills much of the eight-hour trips to Fredericksburg and back to North Carolina. I enjoy the the any-style, northeast-style banter. Keep it going. Matthew Allen, co-host. So you heard it here. Check out the Aviation RC Noob podcast. And it seems like he comes through my way if he's coming from yeah. North Carolina to Fredericksburg. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right in Petersburg, Richmond area. So yeah, yeah he probably drives right by. We would absolutely mention your podcast if we denote about it. Dude, yeah. send us a send us a note. Check that out. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> nice. I like how he like the title of the email is podcasts. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, is that it? I think so. Did we read this one about from uh, Steve Wattenberg? About YouTube episodes? Oh, yeah, we did that a couple weeks ago when Steve released four shows in one day. Yeah. Because he's yeah. backed up. Yep. All right. That's everything, I believe. <laughs> Okay. All right. People Podbean. All right. People Podbean. We have a couple things happening. Heli Man liked episode 317, Going the Distance. And My Star 60 liked episode 313, Nitro Raw HD with Dan and Tom in the morning. So, how was that? Did you, did you see uh, some of those, Steve? Sorry. Ryan, I was trying uh, to look at these comments here. Sorry, which one was it? Uh, the, did you see the Nitro Roy HD flying at Spring Fling? See, see a couple of those or see I any mean, of those? I recorded Dan's flying around my camera. My flying right. camera. I mean, 
He had okay. one, obviously. I just um, was curious. I, don't know, if, I yeah. don't know if anyone else had one, really, to be honest. It's so hard to tell because when you look at it, they look like yeah. just like a normal raw without a canopy. That's you know, true. obviously, yeah. when you see them next to another raw, like, you can tell, like, it has the bigger main grips and, you know, bigger boom and everything. But, like, just, like, sighting yeah. a whole bunch of helicopters that just look like pot and booms, it's kind of hard to kind of tell them apart, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but as far as I know, Dan's might have still been the only one there. Um, I did see a lot of raw nitros, but they all had the green canopy on and everything, so which, you know, kind of... Mm-hmm. Looks like the more traditional, um, you know, less, <laughs> I don't want to say, you know, lower definition, but, you know, the the, the lightweight version, I guess we'll say. Yeah, yeah the SD. Yeah. The SD. It's not, that, um, it's not the heavy duty, it's the standard duty. Yeah. Standard definition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Um, cool. Let me see. We All did right. have a comment or two comments here from Bobby. Um, okay. Jay Partridge six days ago says, "What's in the saucy hold throttle goat?" Question mark. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like either. to know that too. Yeah. And then, uh, and then six days ago, Jay Partridge again says, "Be careful with the accelerator on plastics. Accelerator can damage some type of." Some types and break molecular bonds in some types of some types and make a flexible plastic brittle and weak. Plinkers at a club meeting did a demonstration of this and it blew me away. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember. Did we talk about foam and foam safe CA and? I I mentioned it. Some foam is fine with regular CA and some foam Mm -hmm. regular CA will completely dissolve. Yep. But they make foam safe CA too. But that's a good point about the plastics and the accelerator that can damage it as well. So oh yeah, be careful. Yep. You might glue all your shit together just to find out that you've melted it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be bad. Thanks, John. It's my Thanks, buddy uh, John from Knoxville. Thanks, John. Nice. Okay. That it? I think that's it for Poppy. Do we have any iTunes review? No, nothing new on iTunes. Nothing new. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Before I lose my voice, drop us an iTunes review. Read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefarcy at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefarcy podcast. Check out our webpage, freefarcy podcast. That's show. That show. Hey, Chris. Flight Test Forums, Off the Field, Audio Video Production, and the Flight Test Podcast, Free Falsy Podcast, Say Out of David Hill, a.k.a. Hill the Flyer, fellow podcasters, we have Hellyheads Podcast. Hey, going back to Chris Ryber, he posted some videos this week, uh, flying some more willy-nilly stuff, so check him out. Nice. Hellyheads? Yeah, Hellyheads Podcast. That's uh, with, um, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, isn't that with... Uh, uh, skid marks, great value, and uh, jazz hands. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the core of them, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All oh, right, we Kevin, have maximum. <laughs> it's Kevin, Dan, Chris, and Kyle. I think. Chris. Nice. Chris Diamante. Yeah. 
He's been oh, on the last official? couple, I think. I don't know. I think he's yeah. officially going to be on we the show. We just have to kind of list whoever was on the last episode because it's such a revolving door over there. We don't ever mm. know. But yeah, you, you remember every... No, he wasn't. So uh, it was Dan, Kyle, Chris Diamante, and somebody else. I forgot. Well, the episode before that was Bill. Oh, no. She was on that episode. Oh, yeah, the she. The episode before was Bill Ann. Yeah. Yeah. Just give them a list, and there'll be somebody there that you can understand. Maybe understand, or maybe remember. it's like like one of those bands from the eighties where all the members have been swapped yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> right? No one's original anymore. Yeah. And, uh, those guys all are right. fun. <laughs> yeah. Check yeah. them out. All right, Maximum Collective Podcast. Dude, I have no clue. I Greg. think I listened to that. All right, go ahead, Greg, Greg and Gregor. Gregor, yep. right, Connor. Greg McGrath, and Connor, Steve Connor, yeah, no, yeah, Steve, Steve, Gregor, and Greg, and Greg, okay. yeah. All right, uh, Telemotor podcast or Telemotor podcast, I think is probably Telemotor. Yeah, probably yep. a new name. That's what that's what Kawasaki, Suzuki, Honda, and Yamaha. Mm. <laughs> yep, close enough. And KTM. Um, yeah. Special guest. Yep. Close I, I would I would have to say like Husqvarna. they should probably do that. You know Husqvarna. I think the I think the telemotor folks wanna do the motorcycle stuff, so let them do a, a telemotor podcast while you yeah. let the heli folks that want to stay in the heli do a telerotor podcast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What? I don't know, but I probably wouldn't listen to either one. Exactly. <laughs> All right, skids up. Is that Frank, Javier, and Paul? That's who uh, that Alvin is. Simon, oh, Frank, and ha- Frank and Javier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From the past. Um, inverted right. down under. I guess these are all repeat at this point, right? Inverted down yeah, under. I don't think. Ozzy and Jeff. Ones. Yeah, Ozzy, Mozzy, Jeff yeah. Smart. I mean, Houdini or is he still around, though? So yeah, he's still, he's still around, I believe. Um, Rich. Rich and, and Kenny. Uh, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, RC Roundtable. That's with would, Fitz, Terry, and Lee. Okay, RC After Hours. Good Andre, and I know he's still doing things. Mm-hmm. Park Flyer Podcast. Yeah. I don't remember. Park Flyers would. Jay two mics and, and a J. Mike's, Mike's and yeah, J. two Jay's mics and, and a J. Yeah. All right, RC Plane Lab. With Ron and Tom. In the morning, yep. All things Brown that fly, time. I guess, on repeat. Uh, Lucian Miller and Moose. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to check out Billings' YouTube channel. No, wait. Don't forget to check out the Aviation RC Noob podcast with Matthew and Joe. Nice. You looked it up. Okay. And then then who, Steve? That Belaine guy. YouTube what? channel. Bam, God, I feel like, like I did so many damn interviews with Bill this past weekend. I, I should be getting paid. Bill's like the ninth head on the Heliheads. Right? Sure. And on that note. Yeah. <laughs> free our skies. Thanks for our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Later, y'all. Later, y'all.
your Lego set's not bigger than my dick, then I'm against it. <laughs> so he, Why are they selling Lego? Anything smaller than four inches has got to go. You should say that on the recording. Oh, he's probably recording. Recording now. <laughs> oh, they got they got I'm the an idiot. <laughs> they got the, the Eiffel Tower, Andy. Is it bigger than I'm my like, dick? I don't know. <laughs> Is it bigger than two inches? Probably not. Hey, two inches. I'm a good three. Come on. It says it says height is eight inches, so it's got uh, you beat, Andy. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's like double. Lego Architect Paris. So what are we gonna talk about? Gonna go around and compare things that are bigger or smaller than my penis? Sure. Okay. Everything. And um it's either bigger or smaller. It's got to be one. Everything and an elevator button. All right. Show's over. <laughs> what the hell's with these stupid... Like, what kid wants... Yeah, I want the Lego Architecture Tokyo for Christmas. Like, who the fuck kid wants that shit? Maybe a kid in Japan? Is it me or... Then when you're doing an interview, you got to change your hat like seven times. Well, that's so freaking annoying. I feel like I'm like breaking up or you guys are like getting choppy. Really? You sound okay to me, except somebody has a fucking bird in the room. That's yeah. I mean, probably outside. Yep, I'm outside. Get inside. What are you doing outside? It's 15 after 8. We start recording at 8. What the fuck is wrong with you? Wait, it's only 7 here. We start recording at 7 o'clock Central Time. I'm gonna jump back in. I feel like shit lagging. Okay. BRB. Yep. I'm gonna grab me a beer. BRB. BRB. Who dude. says that? I don't know. I do. A five-year-old gamer. Yeah, I mean typing is one thing, but you're too lazy to say "be right back." <laughs> Oh shit! Fuck. <laughs> LOL. You gotta say it like Siri says it. L O L. I've never heard Siri say it. Yeah, halfway through the conversation, when it's all caps, she'll say that. Andy said, "Yes, Ian is a dick." L O L. You know me so well, Kevin. So just FYI, there's a good chance I'll have to go to the bathroom and mail this recording. Okay. If it takes more than like an hour. <coughs> well, number two, you can just take us in there like Chris Reiber. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> so I was out at the field. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Hangover. hangover. Steve ready? Steve ready? Are you ready, Steve? Are you ready now? How about I now? Think Are you so. ready now? How about now? How about now? Are you ready hang, now? Hang hangovers. Hangover. Hangover. I'm glad I didn't have a hangover after that event. And I drank. Me too. Not a, not a lot. All right, I'm getting ready to go. 
right now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? Oh, the Skype wasn't recording. <laughs>